Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people, especially adults, to own their voices and talents that come in so many different forms. This space was created to talk to people with all different kinds of jobs, hobbies and interests, and to have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to speak to so many. I've spoken to musicians, comedians, doctor, lawyer, wrestlers, Reiki masters, and entrepreneurs as young as 13. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as that magic spark, how we show up in our life, imagination, basically all that we are and want to be, do, or have. So I believe from my heart that sharing these stories gives one the ability to expand their thinking, open themselves up for more self-expression, to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Shalini Brault. She grew up in New York, where she obtained a BBA in international business, as well as an MBA in finance. She served in corporate America for many years, but the universe had other plans for her. Her path took her to New Jersey, where she stepped into the path designed and waiting for her to become a soul healer and spiritual teacher. Shalini is an advocate for truth through self-mastery. Her deep desire is for everyone to return to their soul's essence. How beautiful is that? Shalini, welcome to the space. Hi, Hollis. Hello. So good to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am so excited to see where this conversation goes. <sighs> and I want to apologize from the beginning. If anybody hears any kind of snorting or anything like that, I have a dog sitting next to me for a short period of time. <laughs> So if you're like, what is that background sound? That's what that is. So just wanted yeah, to give a little forward there. Yeah. And I'd like to apologize in advance too. Um, I'm suffering from allergies. So if you hear a tickle here and there and coughing, um, my apologies in advance as well. <laughs> you are good. Drink that water or whatever you need mm -hmm. to drink next to you. So, oh God, darn it. Sorry. <laughs> just <laughs> fell off the dog thing. Come here. Come here. We have a cat that's attacking the dog. So this is why this is happening, everybody. So, okay, we will edit this out later. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here, my husband is coming to the rescue. So thank you. <laughs> so, okay, so let's get this, pull this together. Want to welcome those that are here with us live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so let's just jump in and what kind of fun fact do you have to share with us about you, Shalini? Because I know there's a lot that you've done. I mean, so I'll just be quiet and listen. Okay. Well, a fun fact is actually so bizarre. It is so bizarre. Um, let's say, okay, so I know when there's a bee, like a bumblebee, like a bee yeah. present in the area, in the environment, because my head itches. <laughs> Are you serious? 
Wait, wait, wait. Since a teenager, it's been like, my head will itch out of nowhere. And like now it's become like the pattern is like, it's just undeniable. Now everyone will know if I just itch for whatever reason, they're like, oh my God, there's a bee somewhere. (laughs) And there is always a bee. (laughs) I have never heard that before. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this started when you were younger. And what an interesting, like, how do you make that connection between head itching and bee in the area? Because my head doesn't itch typically. So it's like when it when it does, like I notice it, you know, it's like very noticeable because I, I'm very um, conscious of when my body doesn't feel comfortable, right? I mean, I think all of us don't like the itching and all of the sneezing and whatever. Oh my God, there's actually a bee outside of my window. Um, <laughs> that just gets, you can't even make this stuff up. But um, yeah, so like, you know, like, so I don't, you know, my head doesn't itch. And so when it itches, I notice because it it's annoying. It's like a mosquito bite, right? Like it, th- those sorts of things just annoy me. So like, I really noticed that and, um, and paid attention at some point, you know, I'm just that type of person that um, just my the way my brain is wired. I always see everything, everyone, you know, the bot like as, as a cycle, as a pattern, you know, um, and that's how I feel like I decipher you know, the world, I decipher human behavior, I just, I decipher my body, you know, what I'm experiencing, and all those sorts of things. Um, so I was paying attention at some point, because it's so rare that my head itches. And when my head itched, I it was like, always, there was always a bay around. And so it that, that's just what became and it's, it's true. It's, it's the only thing that's ever around that like, is either hidden, like, it's not obvious that the bee is there, we end up finding the bay. <laughs> as a result of my head itching (laughs) like the bee whisperer (laughs) wow what's so beautiful to me about that is just like how you know as abraham hicks would say tuned in tapped in and turned on you are it's and it's this awareness these quirky little things we do a lot of people would wouldn't take that into consideration um with the itching they'd just be like okay whatever my head's itching that's weird but you've made the connection. So okay. Yeah, but I, I I have you to think to make the connection. I mean, as far as I mean, I made the connection that my head itches with a B, but that has not been in the forefront of mm-hmm. um, you know, my awareness for like many, many years because my head just doesn't itch for the, you know, anymore, you know, since I've been on this path and I'm like really more in tune with energy and like my surroundings and things like that. So there's been less of that, you know. So I really have you to think because you know you're like talking about fun facts on a call and I'm just like I don't know if I have a fun fact you know about myself and I really had to dig deep and the last two weeks it's really funny like like the bee would just always kind of be swirling around me if I went for a walk like and all of a sudden I'm like what is this bee thing going on the last two weeks I'm telling my husband like what is happening with this bee you know and so like I'm just and then I'm like oh my god my head used to itch with the bee and then he was like your head used to itch I'm like oh my god that's completely a fun fact (laughs) it totally it totally is and it's interesting and then we'll dive into the first question is is what we become used to or is kind of in our world and then we're like huh you know, mm. what's weird about that? Um, a few friends of mine who have um, what's called synesthesia. Uh, I don't know. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. So basically is a brief 
understanding of it is that you translate words, music, things from um, into color. So Ooh. in your mind, you see it as color. So one of my friends, uh, she, when someone speaks, she just sees two of them actually do this. They see the letters in colors in their head. So that's how they remember that somebody said something because each letter has a color and it just translates mm. that way. So both of them, especially one, was talking to her husband that she'd been with for like 30 some years and she was just talking very matter of fact and saying well yeah this is the way it is don't you see it that way he's like no <laughs> <laughs> and most people don't she's like really i just thought that everybody saw that because mm -hmm. that's the way i see it so uh not until it kind of comes to the forefront is where then it's it's even more interesting so Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That's so cool. Um, so let's dive in. So I'm so curious hmm. to hear how you define creativity. Okay. So I really, you know, again, really sit with it. Um, because like you said, when you like live this for a while, you know, a certain way, like it's so natural for you, right? It's so intuitive. It's so you don't necessarily think about all the steps that you've had to take to actually get to this point you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I really sat with this um, because I love creativity. I believe in creativity. It's actually what changed my world and what got me on this path, um, you know, but like to really define it, you know, like what does it mean for me, you know? And I feel like, I feel like it is like breath, you know, creativity is like life, you know, um, it's our very spirit. Um, because we are creators. We came from a creator. We are creators because we're always creating something. We are always, always, always creating, decorating a room, you know, projects, cooking, you know, all of this is art, you know? Um, but I feel like because of my background, you know, with academics and, you know, corporate America, and it was very linear. It was very left brain. You know, there's there's that lifestyle makes really doesn't encourage or create any space to create beyond, you know, um, your day. There's not enough time in the day to, you know, create at deeper levels, at more expansive levels. Um, so you're just kind of like in this hamster wheel of life, you know. Um, so not until I left that and came to South Jersey, um, and not knowing what I'm supposed to do with myself, you know, because I'm just so used to like this, this, you know, corporate lifestyle um, that I tapped into, you know, meditation and I tapped into yoga, I tapped into dancing, you know, like through, through Zumba, you know, all through like exercise and trying to like, you know, do the self-care things. And it was through meditation, it was through breath work um, that really opened up like this whole part of my life that is that I'm living right now, you know, mm -hmm. the, the best version of it. And I have that to I have breath like this is why I say the breath is our superpower. You don't even realize how much we are not consciously tapping into the power of breath that we are given when we are born. You know, yeah. we're just we're breathing very automatically, very subconsciously. It's just a it's just something that we do. We don't even pay attention to it. So not until I had to really go through that journey and through yoga, um, did I, you know, did other things in my life really open up? So that's where I feel like I came to 
you know, the way we breathe has a direct correlation to the way we live, you know? Mm. Um, and, you know, and that is like our health, how we see ourselves, how we see our lives, you know, how we view our relationships, you know? And so for me, breath was my teacher. Um, breath was actually took me on this path of, you know, self-awareness, self-realization, you know, self-study. And that is why I'm such an advocate for self-mastery. Um, you know, anything that you desire, like you can, you can have, and the only, and I know it's easier said, you know, it's easy for me to say that, but I'm saying that from a standpoint, like, like I'm living that right now. I didn't realize, you know, my, my world can look the way it does right now because I was living this whole other, you know, 180 degree, like the other way, you know, completely left brain, you know, and then I tapped into a part of my brain that was not nurtured and not tapped into, you know, and the, the right brain. And like, now you just have to harmonize both, right? Because we need both, right? And we need the equilibrium. We, we still need to live in this world and do all the responsible things and all the things. And it has its place, but we don't, I don't think as a, as a country or as, as a world, we put that much importance to creativity, you know? Um, to have that a part of our life, just like how we have anything else that's a part of our life, taking care of us for self-care, you know, annual doctor appointments, taking a shower, brushing your teeth, like all of these things, we should have something that, that keeps us joyful and passionate, um, mm. you know, to, you know, to feel centered and balanced. And I feel like this is why we experience, you know, feeling stuck or getting overwhelmed and all the things. There's always something missing. And most likely it's the creativity part. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So much to say mm. here. And this is exactly why I created this podcast four years ago in order to open up this definition and for people to truly see that what they are doing in this moment is a creative act mm -hmm. for better, or for worse. Um, you, you create what you think about and, and what's in your world. Um, and it is just, I love how you, you said something that keeps us joyful and passionate because we do, we need that in order to get at the core of what everybody wants, which is to be happy and feel love. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really not that complicated, but at the same time, it kind of is because we mm -hmm. get lost, we get lost along the way. So as you kind of, I'm going to ask you to kind of uh, take us on a journey of, you kind of touched on stuff already, but maybe a little bit more about where you were and where you are now, but then also, I know I'm saying a lot at one time, but I don't want to forget. I just really like how you, sh you pointed out that where you are in your life kind of is attached to your breath and your breathing. Mm. So mm. maybe at some point, if like to expand on what that means, like when you were in corporate, was your breath more shallow? Was it more rapid? Was it more, you know, uh, not yeah. as where? Like yeah, all, that, all, all of those things, right? Didn't even realize you were breathing. You're like, I'm like literally like, you know, running for a train from Long Island, you know, to come to my 
you know, to my building in New York City, you know, you're commuting, you're walking so fast, we need to get to our desk by 830, you know, like all the things you're, you're eating lunch, you're eating lunch, you know, like you have an hour, but like, you're like speeding through lunch, you're not even realizing what you're eating, you know, because you have like the next meeting, you have this, all this stuff to do. And then you come home, and then you have like, I had my daughter, you know, and then you're with that routine, didn't even realize I was breathing, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it was very rapid, it was very shallow. And, you know, and then for me, what I know, what I know now, the way I see the body and the way I see the mind and the way I see the heart, that's definitely not how I saw any of it. It was almost like I took, I just took this entire vessel that I am, um, for granted, because I'm trying to do the things, you know, I'm trying to do the, mm-hmm. my responsible things. I'm trying to do, you know, what I feel like, you know, I'm obligated to do, you know, um, and I'm trying to just, you know, you know, do whatever I have to do for work, you know, do what I have to do, you know, as a wife, you know, as a mother, you know, like all the things, all the roles that we play, you know, all of a sudden, you know, is at the forefront and you're just, you know, we're just always exhausted, you know, um, and depleted. And, and so what I'm realizing now, if any, you know, and especially if you're listening, like really pay attention to your body, you know, um, if the body's tense, you know, then like, we're not breathing, we're holding our breath somewhere. That's why the body's tense. You know, mm. um, the shoulders might be up towards the ear, you know, or like the chest, you know, like when you actually exhale and then you like just like let everything go into the body, like letting just everything go and empty yourself out, you'll realize where you're holding it in the body, you know, yeah. and, you know, with the shoulders and how many people, I mean, we, how many people have shoulder issues, right? Like and neck issues, that's all like mental distress. You know, mm. the, like that's where it's all it's all held there, you know, so like like these are like it's indicators, you know, how we are breathing, even if you don't know, you don't need to know. Right. Like, but these are all indicators, you know, if the body's tense, the, the mind is overwhelmed. Right. Like all the all the mind chatter, you know, your heart area, your chest is tight. Right. From all the you know, from the worry, from the frustrations, you know, whatever it is, you won't know until you actually take a moment to breathe. You know, and as a result of the body being tense or the mind is overwhelmed or, you know, your chest, your, you know, your hips are tight, you know, the hips are related to the heart, all the things we feel depleted, we're exhausted, it will result into burnout. And for me, the way I see that is because our soul, like our spirit that resides within the heart just has no space. There's no peace to express there's just no place for it to create. So where does all that energy go? Like there, mm-hmm. there, we need to like be able to, you know, relax as much as we can. So we actually have space to create so we can express, yeah. you know, um, our true self, our authentic, you know, joy and passion. And I think this is, this is where, because we're so in a rut of, you know, doing the things, you know, in our to-do list, checking up all the boxes, you know, um, like we just do not have time to think about what anchors us into joy and passion. And it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, right? It could just be like that you love to go for a walk or you love to, you know, just, you know, do adult coloring or you just like to play with your children or, you know, it could, it could be extravagant, you know, but it doesn't have to be either. But we don't even make the time for those things that keep yeah. us joyful and passionate, you know? 
Yeah. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's that. That's usually what I hear. Well, Hollis, I'm busy. <coughs> mm -hmm. Well, you know what? First of all, nobody's really that busy. I mean, if you're that busy, then we're not doing it correctly <laughs> because, because mm. there needs to be self-care. And I found myself in that too. Like I, I did where I would just be going exactly everything that you said and just didn't even realize where the breath was. I had anxiety attacks when I was mm -hmm. younger. And anxiety attacks, it started at eight years old. And I had rushed, I was like to the emergency room kind of thing where I was convinced that I could not breathe. And interestingly enough, I think it's kind of like one of my life lessons where um, my husband is a major asthmatic and has had to be hospitalized because of it. And both of my kids have asthma and mm. there have been hospital ER visits. So I think it was almost kind of like this lesson of remaining calm in this situation of being the person who needed to help. Mm -hmm. So it was like a switch of roles. And um, the whole breathing thing has just been... Uh, it's top of mind now because there's the awareness of it now. So thank you for this topic. I, I think that everything you're saying, people can be like, oh yeah, I've heard that before, but are you really listening to what's being said? Right. I mean, there's so much that we know, right? But if we don't integrate it, and that was another piece I, I definitely see is like the missing link for, you know, people wanting it, you know, wanting the change, maybe even being behind it is actually the commitment to doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, and that was, that's, that's what makes e even my own practice, right. Different from someone else's or, you know, like it, it's a, it's work, you know, I mean, not bad work. It's not like hard work, but it's work to put this first, right. To make this a responsibility. Like to your point, when you're talking about being busy, I was busy too. I I know, I, I totally get it. I totally get being right. busy and not having time, you know, just to sit and breathe or just to do whatever it is, you know? And what I realized in this 15 plus years on this, on this journey is busy is just, you know, just lack of boundaries, right? Just like, just saying yes to everything. That's what I was doing. I know maybe that's not what everyone is doing, but you really like to your point, we're not really that busy. If we're busy and we're that busy and not have, don't have time for our own health and wellness. Yeah. Then we're, we're, there's a, there is something that you can say no to, um, you know, and readjust and, and, and I just feel like it's just like lack of boundaries. And I had to, I had to learn that the hard way myself, you know, through this journey, it's not easy saying no, you know, right. um, especially if it's something fun and all the things, but sometimes, you know, you have, you have to put yourself first and we don't know how to do that. Um, but we are having the conversation around that now. So I'm so happy that we've evolved into understanding self-care, you know, mm -hmm. to be important, um, especially for women that do like juggle many roles. Yes. And, and I guess it's also that when you are quote unquote busy, which we are, let's say you have a deadline and you're like, Hollis and Shelney, come on. Like I have to pull together this PowerPoint. I have a presentation in front of 200 people, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. So, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I have kids and okay, you are busy, but in that breathe <laughs> because yes, what like breathe, take two minutes, center yourself get a good inhale, hold it, exhale. And this is kind of where you being the expert on this, like breathe and wouldn't the breathing make everything better? 
Absolutely. I've actually upped my um, practices because just the world has upped its stress level. <laughs> <laughs> and the overwhelm that I've had to up level, okay, and go deeper in my own practice. I don't even get out of bed now till I've actually um, put a timer on for like 10 minutes, do like a guided meditation or something. Um, I do not get out of, I'm awake, but I put the timer for 10 minutes and that's how I start my day. I do not get out of bed till I've at least taken some time to breathe. And that's how I set my day now. Um, mm -hmm. Because the stress level and the overwhelm right now in the country in the world is at its like peak like i mean it's just something we've not experienced so like we all really have to really know what that is for us to be centered and do it at all costs because our health depends on it um and that's why i will not i can take 10 minutes before i get out of bed because yeah when you get out of bed right the day starts you don't know how it's going to be. It's going to be busy, all the things, but you can start your day breathing, taking time out for yourself and then let your day flow the way it needs to flow. Yeah. Yeah. Really being in flow. So I want to stop and reintroduce for a minute. So welcome again, those here with us live. Uh, we are talking all creativity and my guest, Shalini Brault, we are finding out about her journey and how she defines creativity and incorporates it into her life. So if you'd like to be part of the conversation, please put it in the chat box below, any questions or comments, and you can be part of the conversation that way. So, okay. So Shalini, let's find out a little bit more about, because you do many things here. So you do the energy healing, you do the breath work, you are an author, you do sound healing, um, in whatever you want to share with us, however you want to share with us, kind of tell us how you went from, because as I said, you were in corporate and you told, said, told us you were in corporate and worked your way into this, doing it for 15 years. Um, how did you fall into all these different areas? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm we're going to be saying this word like a lot. Okay. It's going to be, okay. I got through here, uh, definitely through breath. Um, but so what ended up happening was, uh, I had a near-death experience on 9-11 mm -hmm. and so that put me on a trajectory of you know um, I guess what I didn't realize at the time that I know now is again the nervous system right um, the fight or flight and the freeze and I guess that experience that I had I was in freeze so the all that trauma um, I guess I was experiencing PTSD and I didn't know that at the time. So for the next three years after that, you know, I was questioning my life and, you know, if this is the best environment for me, like, is this is really what I want to do, you know, because it was never really my heart to do business. I kind of like fell into that because I didn't know what else to do because like, you know, I was like raised in like around science. My dad's a doctor. Um, so I think not that anyone's, you know, necessarily said I had to be a doctor, but I took that on, you know, mm -hmm. um, and because I wasn't, um, you know, scientifically like wired, like my brain is not logical, like linear type, you know, um, it's more expansive and more like a visionary and like big picture, um, mm -hmm. sort of thing. Like the science never necessarily, you know, made sense to me. At the same time, I did want to be a healer. Like I knew I was a healer. I wanted to help people and all the things. 
Um, okay. But I didn't know how else to do it at the time, right? You're talking about you're talking about like 1980s, right? When we weren't really talking about you know mm -hmm. mental health or anything like that. It was like very clear cut sort of you know paths you can take, you know. Yeah. So so when it came to healing, my limited understanding, obviously at the time, was that to be a doctor was the only way to heal um, people, um, and so because there was no way. I was going to survive medical school or anything like that because I was barely surviving science like in school <laughs> because mm -hmm. my brain <laughs> just uh <-huh. laughs> was funny. not yeah it just was not wired like that so I had I didn't have that to fall back on um you know I loved you know unity consciousness I was all about you know diversity and appreciating you know different cultures and languages like I love that like I love that about people learning different you know just whole multiculturalism like I I, I just love it mm -hmm. um and so that's where I ended up you know and I was good in math and you know uh, that sort of thing. So business seemed to me when I found out there was a uh, degree in, in international business, I'm like, oh, okay, that, that sounds like really cool, because I can like, you know, blend, you know, my cultural, you know, um, love for all these different foreign traditions and stuff like that into yeah. this degree. So that's what I did. Um, and then I went for my MBA in finance and then, you know, but but business was not my heart. Healing has always been embedded in me, deeply embedded in my bones. And that's really what I wanted to do. Um, but I didn't know how to. So then I really feel like, you know, my experience at 9-11 was kind of like, you know, a divine intervention. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like I needed that because I didn't know I was just in this rut. This is what I knew to do, you know, yeah. is to go to work, make money, you know, corporate America, live in New York, you know, like this is this is just what I knew to do. Um, and I think the only way for me to get out of it was obviously to have this experience. Um, and then three years later, I just left New York. I just left everything that I knew behind. Um, and I met, you know, I got divorced. Um, I left corporate America, all the things. And then I came here, I met my husband. Um, and then I came to South Jersey. And this mm -hmm. is where I feel like, you know, I actually got to breathe. I actually got out of that um, you know, that, that, that uh, conditioning or that programming, you know, from my New York life to um, now actually what is best for me, you know, or what, who am I, you know, sort of thing. And so I always say I found myself in South Jersey mm. um, because now I did. I, I had to like study myself, you know, kind of, you know, and really yeah. know what I like and tap into all of that stuff again. Um, and that's what ended up happening. That's, you know, um, that's when I, I started yoga and meditation and that just changed my life. Just, that just changed my life. And, I, and so all of this stuff that I do now has, has found me. I didn't seek any of this out because I didn't even know any of this stuff existed. Mm. That is why I believe in the breath because you do not even need to have a plan. Just mm. breathe. And that plan will find you. And that's why I always say, you know, we can plan our life all we want because I did that. I did that. Who doesn't, you know, um, have like a five-year plan or like, oh, you know, I'm going to get a job at this age. I'm going to get married at this age. I'm going to have kids at this age. I mean, we all do it. We This is just what we do, right? And, and it's fine. But what I'm living right now, I could not have planned myself. Yeah. 
And that is a power of breath because breath opens you up to spirit. Breath opens up. It opens you up to this energy flow that we do not have access to if we are not breathing. Like this universal life force energy is out there and yeah. we need to tap into it. And the only way to tap into it is if we allow it in, or we can't allow it in if we are not actually consciously breathing ourselves. So interesting, everything that you're making me think. What's going through my head <coughs> is listening to your story. And right now we have a scenario where, um, uh, just basically in short with too, not too many details, um, someone who's like my son, my son's best friend, um, he was in an accident and he was shot. And um, at the moment he's paralyzed from the shoulders down, mm. um, but feeling sensation, but the, which is good. Mm. But where this comes in is that he was on a ventilator and they're weaning him off and he's a trach and everything. So what I'm thinking of is, is breath that is put into your body um, to aid you in the breathing process. And it's that, it's that give and take. It's that um, grateful mm. for it because it helped when it was difficult. But now, thank God, he's breathing on his own. And as weaning him off of it, when they would put it in at night just to make sure that he was okay. He was like, I hate that machine mm. because yeah. it makes it harder to breathe. Yeah. It's not natural. It's, it, it's not natural, but there's the, there's the gratitude and thank God it's there. Mm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> thank because, God it's there. because we need breath to live. It's because we need it. But then this awareness and this awareness that has come into him through this experience, mm but through this breathing process is such clarity mm. and he's only 23 years old. So there's like, he's speaking in a way that I've known him since he's 13, that I have never heard him speak at all. <laughs> so um, anyway, that's just kind Yay. of the, the analogy that came to mind was the machine to guide you in it. But then when you can do it, it's kind of like, this is feels very restrictive. Yeah. And, you know, and some of us need to have that experience to be able to share our story, to understand the importance of breath, mm -hmm. right? Like if I didn't have my experience and actually turn my life like to this beautiful life that I'm living right now and just to be in flow in, you know, um, just and let everything kind of come to me instead of being like in the push energy, just being in the receiving energy and in the flow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I want to, um, I'm sorry, the person who just asked to come up, I only have my guests come up that I asked, but you can be part of the conversation by typing in the chat box. So um, Elle, I want to acknowledge Ellie who said breathing exercise really helped her as a person who's afflicted with um, ADHD disorder. Mm. Yeah, but it keeps you present, right? Mm -hmm. It helps you really anchor and like it, um, you know, into the present moment, right? That's why not only meditation, like mindfulness is also such a, you know, big conversation now yeah. um, in, in schools and stuff because ADHD or anything like that, right? Like anxiety, like depression, we're not in the present moment. Yeah. Um, so anything that helps us be in the present moment um, really gives you that awareness of like, you know, being more in control 
right? Like it's really the breath is, like just helps us be more in control of what is happening with the mind and the body instead of it being in control of you. Mm, that's a great point, which is right? in control. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that, that's what, that's, what's pretty, I, I feel like the way I'm, I see the body now and the mind, like, I just feel like I, I see it so differently than maybe what we were. I, I'm not even really sure we were taught this anyway, but like, it's just through my experience um, and through the clients that I'm working with. And just, I just feel like, I have a very, I have a visual of like what might be happening, you know, but like, you know, a lot of these things, it's, it's hard to wheel in because it's controlling you. Yeah. Right. And so when we tap into some sort of practice, right, for me, it's breathing, it could be, you know, walking, because when you're walking too, you're like in line with your breath also, but whatever Mm -hmm. that practice is for you, just choose something, right, that resonates, that keeps you present yeah um then you're you're just retraining your mind and your and your body like you're in control right we need the mind the mind has its purpose it's a gift it's designed to protect us the body obviously is also designed to protect us so you know it it has its value like i'm we we need to be grateful for it but it's not in control we're in control Mm -hmm. our breath is in control and that's mm-hmm. the only way to feel like we're in control is tapping into the breath is what has been my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree. Like I said, having panic attacks and everything being younger um, and to adulthood, uh, it kicks in every once in a while, but not so much because of that whole breath. I, I, I like that idea of thinking and not thinking of, well, I mean, the word control, we hear it. It's like a gripping kind of thing. So who's in control of it. And when you feel like you're empowered, yes. When you feel like you're empowered, then that just makes you literally breathe easier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and I think control from the, and, and I was going to like, after actually also reiterate that like more to, to be in a place of empowerment, mm-hmm. you know, than in a place like of, of fear, because, you know, when, when something else is in control, right and that's when the fear kicks in you know and and stuff like that so if we can if we can breathe or find anything to keep us in the present um or centered we have a better shot of feeling empowered so you know we have control over our choices sometimes we don't even know because when you're in you know fight or flight like you're just it's impulsive right like you don't have time to actually think things through or sort things through so you're just reacting but when you're breathing, you come from a place of response, you know, and that's very different. Yes, it's very different. Yeah. Feels different in every way in your body mm-hmm. and the outcome. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so okay. So if you could give us some more, um, uh, you said some things already about how you uh, incorporate more creativity into your own world. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear more. Yeah, the, the way I do it um, is I'm just super intentional. Um, I've just learned to be super intentional with every part of my life. Um, and so I start off the day, like I was saying, I, I upped it. Um, and I now do not get out of bed till I have done breathing or meditated. Um, and I start my day with intention just to allow spirit and energy just to lead me right? Mm -hmm. Like I've taken the pressure off, 
you know, <laughs> there's so mm -hmm. much to do. It will all get done, you know, um, but what is present for me today, you know, um, and how I need to move with the energy, like I'm just going to allow that to um, lead me. Um, so I, I really, and of course that's a practice, you know, like, like I, I'm here now, but you know, yeah, I work, I've worked at it every day oh, for a really, really long time. I'm sorry. Okay. You were just breaking up for a minute. Oh, but, I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. Um, I was just, um, I was just saying like, it's a practice. Like I, I can do it now pretty, you know, automatically. Like it's become a way of life for me, you know, but before it became a way of life for me, it took, you know, every day, like a commitment you know, to do this every day. Like I didn't do meditation um, in my bed before getting up before. No, um, mm -hmm. now I do only because again, like I was saying, I feel like, you know, the overwhelm and like the chaos has just like, you know, gotten to a whole other level lately. So like now I just have to be very conscious of my own energy. So I do what I need to do, you know, mm -hmm. um, to, to like shield that, you know, and like to make my energy strong. Um, so I've just taken the pressure off and I'm, this has been very intentional. So I, like I try every day to like live with purpose so I can be in flow because I've gone through the cycles of stress, you know, with corporate America, I've gone through the cycles of stress with divorce and all the things and, you know, trying to, you know, all, all, all the things that make people stressful, you know, mm -hmm. um, in the outside world, there's enough to be stressed about the way this world is going. Right. So, I can't get caught up in that because I'm done being stressed like to that level. I, mm -hmm. I like, it's not, it's not, um, it's not serving me, right. It's right. not serving anyone. So like, it's, it's very intentional for me to like, you know, really kind of contain that, you know, so I can be the best person I can be for my clients. I can be the best person that I can be for myself, for people that, you know, are going to be affected. Um, you know, directly through me, my energy matters because it ripples out. So, mm. you know, I, I'm very, I'm very much trying to just stay in my lane, do what I can to serve. Um, because the ripple effect to me is more important than trying to serve, trying to solve the world's problems because little old me can't do that. So I'm going to do what I can from, from my heart and my soul and then ripple out to you know, yeah. whoever is going, whoever I can touch. And then because I do believe that that will ripple out into their worlds. Yes. Yes. Right. Want, so, yeah. 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 I want to acknowledge here what Ellie said, which I don't have my glasses on, so I'm going to try and read this the best I can. This is my <laughs> process of mindful routine by asking questions like, where am I? What sounds I can hear? Um, what tastes I can feel and try to observe my, um, my thoughts and mm -hmm. feelings without denying them or running away from them. I'm only an observer. Yes. Yes. And that is so important, like in like to be aware of that. Um, yeah. Because if we, so if we're not aware of that level of, you know, like we, then we can't discern, you know, um, mm -hmm. there's not the discernment like you, then you, a lot of people feel like whatever they're experiencing, like has a lot to do with them, you know, and then they'll do the negative self-talk and criticism. And then like, you know, have like soul of, you know, self-worth and all the things. And that's not where we want to go with this, right? We want to acknowledge the emotions because, and 
bring them to the forefront, right? And breathe through it and do our practices that we know that will help us and really move move the emotions out of the body, right? Yeah. We don't want it to be stuck and then take place in our, you know, because cellular cellular healing is like, you know, so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where a lot of the energy work, the sound healing work, because we don't even know half the things like throughout our, our time here, through our experiences, um, like what's trapped in our bones, you know, we've healed a lot, but there's probably some things that we haven't even like thought about for years you know, that might have caused pain or some sort of wound that's not processed, repressed, you know, it's stored in our bones. And so it's it's really important to acknowledge the emotions that do come up and then do, you know, safe, healthy practices to like move through them so we can just grow through them and just to kind of like release them from the body, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So learning... <laughs> Or learning a little bit more about you and how you incorporate it into your world. So you mentioned sound mm-hmm. healing. Tell us about any other things like um, let's touch on um, uh, the you being an author. I know you love to travel, um, music. Like tell us some more things about you that really kind of get you into your creative space. Yeah. So when you're talking about creativity from an art standpoint. Um, <clears throat> even though I feel like breathing in itself is, it, it, it's an art too. Um, it is. But it, it, yes. it, you know, the art of breathing, but um, I love to write. Um, again, I didn't even realize I love to write um, until I've been on this path. Um, and it's like I, journaling. I always, I've always loved to journal, but like now I'm like writing, you know, children's books. Like it's just flowing. It's just very natural. You know, um, again, uh, it's natural now. It wasn't natural before, but just doing it every day and having some sort of practice when your body, your, you know, when your heart is open and when your body's open to receive, you know, all of these beautiful inspirations and ideas, like then all of a sudden, like things just flow. Like I said, everything like found me. So I'm like, I'm just writing. So like now I have like two children's books out and my love for foreign languages with the kids and trying to represent everyone as best I can. Um, one of my children's books has been translated into another, like four other, uh, three other languages, Greek, French, and Spanish. Wow. Um, you know, just like my love for multiculturalism right there, like kind of comes in like that way. And then my, and both my books are, you know, um, promoting mental and emotional wellness, um, you know, for kids in a very indirect way through the sun, moon and stars. That's my first book. And then through angels is my second book. Uh, Do you believe in angels? So, you know, I kind of like found these like creative ways to plant seeds through my children's books, you know, uh, Mm. for mental and emotional wellness uh, for children. Um, I love to have a good, uh, girls night, like painting paint nights, you know, Mm -hmm. even though I can tell you my paintings are so not great, but again, (laughs) no judgment because I just know, I just know, like, you know, that's my expression and, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be a painter or anything. It's the whole, it's just the art of creativity and it's, it's just to be in that energy. And I know the value of that. So I will still go and paint, even though my paintings will never look anything like the one that we're supposed to be painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I make, uh, uh, so jewelry making has been a new thing that I discovered in South Jersey. Um, okay. So I now make, um, 
again, they're completely divinely inspired with gemstones. I bake uh, prayer and meditation beads, um, rosaries and meditation beads um, with the, yeah. And that's like amazing. That's like creativity at a whole other level. I never yeah. thought that was like, that was like a part of me, like that I even had in me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then of course I love to plan a good party. To me, that's such like mm-hmm. that I felt like was, um, I'm in my zone of genius, like creating, uh, like planning a party, you know, from the decorations, from the cake, from the flavor, from like everything, you know, just uh, venue, all the things. I love creating a party. Um, I love that. I love that you mentioned that. <laughs> but do you hear this, everybody? This is this is living. This is this is where we're talking about creativity is life. Mm. Creativity is in all of these moments, and I'm just really appreciate that you're also saying that. I'm bringing to awareness that for the, the like paint and sip kind of thing, like you just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like it's being, like you said, you like being in the energy of it. We so often stop ourselves because we're like, well, I'm not good at that. And it's not going to turn out well. I can tell you that with anything that I do, um, but you know, teaching art for 30 years and, now having my own businesses, but it's always been ever since I've started teaching at 19 years old, like it's always been about the process and please don't have it look exactly like they shouldn't look alike. (laughs) It should have your own touch, like, because you're creating it and you have a different lens. You don't have a, everybody's lens is different and they're going to perceive things in different way. And that's the, that's the beauty of it. So I, I just wanted to point out those things that you said. I think it's so important. Yeah, I guess I was talking about, you know, if it's supposed to look like a sun, you wouldn't yeah. even know mine's a sun. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. You turned it into something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you turned it into something else. And that's the beauty of it. No, I'd it have, is. I'd have kids that would, con- you know, something wouldn't inspire them, the project that we would be doing. Because when you have 25 kids in a room and, you know, there is something that we're working towards, but they don't, they're like, I don't, I don't want to create that in the end. Then it's a matter of listening and pivoting Mm. and being like, okay, so if we're going to get to an end result using these certain materials and exploring, let's kind of tweak it towards your interests. What do you, is there a certain sport that you like? And they'd be like, oh yeah, then we'd go down that road. And then they were totally open. Yeah, you know, honestly, I will tell you that's bringing up a point that I I actually also intentionally, I mean, one, I enjoy being with my friends and being in the energy of it. But I do realize that when I am doing it, what my head is telling me, mm-hmm. like the, the perfectionism or the mm-hmm. I can't do this, I can't do this. I recognize it so much that like the, each time I try to work at like being like sinking into it more and not letting my mind tell me that I can't do it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's also very intentional. Like when I go, I'm like, okay, it's just another opportunity for me just to let that go, mm. you know? Um, because it's not about that. Just another opportunity. And again, like now I'm more aware as, as we're saying, all of this that we're saying is that 
you're breathing in the process. <laughs> like, yes. because those situations honestly can be stressful. It is. If you don't feel like you're good at it, then you generally tend to either exactly. tense up or completely check out. Like you're just like, you check out mentally, physically, you're like, I'm done. Absolutely. I'm out. Yeah. And I recognize all of that in my body. And so each time I go, I, I get better at it, but those things are still there, but I recognize it. And like, like you said, I just exhale and then like try to let go of the attachment that it needs to look a certain way. And I try to be very happy and content with my end product mm -hmm. um, and be proud of myself. And I, you know, again, it's, it's work, it's intention. You know, you really have to be mindful and conscious of what is happening in the body, what's the mind chatter, what's the untruth story, and have to try to reframe it. And that takes practice sometimes, especially when you, you know, you don't think you're good at something. Like, I don't think I'm good at painting, but I, like, I, I've, I have to reframe it each time. And it, each time it gets better, you know, I'm not there, but it's okay. Yeah, I well, still have fun trying. And your experience, the experience initially is to hang out with friends. Yes. Right. I mean, yes. that's really that's really the thing is you're hanging yes. out with friends. Yes. And if Absolutely. you if it was giving you too much stress, then you'd be like, you know what? I don't like doing this. Right. Can we do something else <laughs> <laughs> like where I don't have to keep doing something I don't enjoy? <laughs> so so it's a choice, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. No, of course. Of course. Yeah. No one should push themselves to do something that makes them completely uncomfortable. But if you're open to play, like I feel like this yes. world and this kind of like, you know what, I, I try to see life now and our environment as a as a playground, right? Um, if you're willing to play in that space and you can have fun with it, you can even, you know, if you need to make fun of yourself, tease, whatever, it doesn't matter. As long as it's in fun, it's not causing stress, it's not causing any health issues or anything unhealthy um yeah if you're willing to play then go for it you know and why not yeah yeah okay so we're getting to the top of the hour which is nuts it always goes by so fast mm. um the third and final question which kind of wraps it up and puts a nice little bow on the box is why do you think creativity is important yeah i love this question i love this question so much um because it makes you I can, t I can definitely speak for myself but like it, it makes you feel alive and mm -hmm. i think that is so important right now for people to feel because i feel like people are just kind of it's it's just everyone's kind of numb to the world everyone's kind of numb to the environment to their life and we're meant to live like really feel joyful abundant prosperous really really live and feel that in our body like we are so excited for like the next day a lot of us are not there um and so for me it's so important because it makes you feel alive and that your health depends on it the health of this country depends on it the health of this world depends on it and it makes you because it allows you to see more beauty right around us than yeah. what's ugly and what's chaotic, right? And who yeah. doesn't want that, you know? Um, it's why we're here. It's, it's, we're here to see what's beautiful. We're here to see our life is beautiful, even with the things that might not feel beautiful. It's beautiful, right? We get to create every day, every second, every minute, every hour of the day, what we want, you know? Mm -hmm. And as, if we bring something that, you know, brings us joy, brings us, 
passion, brings us inspiration, brings us creative ideas, that alone makes you feel alive. Yeah. That alone makes you feel alive because what I believe is that each and every person is a masterpiece, hmm. right? Like you are a rare cut gem. That's, that's how I see it, you know, when it comes to creativity or, and just in general. But if you can get behind being a piece of sacred divine art, then mm -hmm. everything you do matters, mm -hmm. right? In creating, in designing your best life. And I think that is why I'm so intentional because everything that you do does matter, you know, in creating, you know, living your best life, whatever that means for you, right? So, you know, if you can get behind you being a piece of sacred divine art, okay, then, you know, like design it, create it, you know? And, and I do believe every day presents itself, again, every second, every minute, every hour presents itself. Um, for a new opportunity anytime. So you can start on a blank canvas. Yes. Right. Anytime, any day you are willing to come like to claim your diamond essence. Oh, claim diamond. Yeah. Essence. When you're yes, because look, when you're ready and you claim it, the universe will respond hands down. That's been my experience. You know, you need to be ready. If you are ready, the, the, like every everything that you desire is just waiting for you to be ready, right? Like it will find you. It will find you because it found me. I didn't even know what those were, right? But it found me when I was ready to claim this new life I needed to live and this, you know, and what else is there for me and all the things. So when you are ready to claim your beautiful, shiny diamond essence, okay, yeah. You know, you will, you will, you'll be amazed at the magic. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so freaking powerful. That's going to stick with me all day. Claim your diamond essence. Hi, it is magical. So I, before you, um, before you tell us how to connect with you, I want to acknowledge Ellie. Ellie, thank you so much for being here this whole time. Um, Hi, she wrote, I believe that creativity is associated with problem solving. Um, mm. As you boost your creativity, you will then uh, lean. Um, you'll be able to generate sol solutions for any kind of problem that you are grappling with. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. It's all tied in. Mm-hmm problem solving is a huge creative, huge. huge. So yeah, that's amazing. So, okay. So, um, Shalini, please tell everyone how they can connect with you. Oh, uh, well, um, you can check everything out on my website, www.swangoddess.com. Um, and yeah, my social media handles, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn and, uh, Instagram. I'm like, what's the third one? Instagram mm -hmm. is uh, Shalini Saxena Brawls. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. everything's like in all of those places. But my website has links to everything, so you can probably just go to SwanGoddess.com. Yeah, and yes. the Swan Goddess is actually representation of creativity. That's why the business is even called Swan Goddess. In all traditions, the Swan Goddess is linked to creativity. The Swan. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. So this is a whole other, we have and so the, much to talk about. Right. And this is why I said like this, it's changed my life. And that's why I dedicate the, my website, the business, everything that I do to the swan goddess. You know, there's a Celtic swan goddess, there's a Hindu swan goddess, I mean, Greek swan goddess, but in each tradition, the swan is the muse for creativity. Mm. Wow. Okay. Mm. So, <laughs> so before we say our goodbyes and before we, um, uh, before we say all that, and you're going to put your website, please, in um, in the chat in a minute, Shalini, so Ellie can see it if she wants to check you out right away. Um, but do you have anything top of mind, anything that you feel like you forgot or wanted to add before before we say goodbye? Um, no, just, uh, just breathe. It's your superpower. Yeah. There we go, everybody. You heard it. <laughs> Just breathe. <laughs> We're doing it anyway, but this is a complete awareness of your breath. And um, be aware. Be aware of it and use use it for your superpower. So this was so incredible. So thank you, Shalini, for spending this hour. I so appreciate you and so grateful for you in so many ways, everybody. She is going to be in my upcoming multi-author book. I love you because I love me because, and uh, the power in all of that, all of that information will be coming up soon. And if it resonates with you, reach out because um, there are more. Uh, there's more space for people to be a part of this this love mission if it if it resonates with you. So again, Shalini, thanks for hanging out. Thank you so much, Hollis. Thank you yeah. for everyone listening. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. So everybody, we know that you could be doing anything with your hour. Those listening to us live, those catching the replay. We so appreciate you spending it with us. This whole, this whole space is all about inspiring each other, connecting and sharing stories. So please like, follow, share, do all that good stuff so we can spread the word so people can hear all of these stories from all these incredible people. And we can really expand this definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush. So wherever you are listening, everybody, I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, and a good evening, and look forward to talking to you soon. So goodbye, everybody. Feeling inspired? Let's just get rid of this, throw away this whole perfectionism thing, this whole concept that we have to know how to do everything. You know what? You don't. <laughs> Let's just do things and try things and realize what we like and what we don't like. It's all part of the process. The self-awareness feels so good. You feel more connection to yourself, connection to others, and huh? Be a happier, more joyful person. Just imagine that. So you are where you are in the process. So you can dip your toe in the water to try new things at a slower pace, or you can dive right in. Here at I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, we meet you where you are. So there are so many ways to check us out explore our experiential kits they have everything in them that you need to try new things you don't have to buy anything else but this kit and just explore there's creative shui which is seven elements to join happiness through the publishing house express yourself publishing multi-author books coffee books solo book opportunities it is all about expression all about it and it's again just trying these things and realizing what you're good at. Don't all of a sudden think that you only fit into one box because we don't. We are not made for boxes. <laughs> there is also my TV show, I Am Creative. 
check it out. The links are all in the body of this podcast. You can just click the link. And you know what? Don't say, oh, maybe I'll check it out tomorrow. Life's too short. Just click it. See what it's about. There is honestly no judgment. It's all about exploring the possibilities, expressing yourself, and expanding your thinking. I will give you the website, which is IamCreativePhilly.com. So I am creative Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y.com. And just remember that you are an expressive being, so own it. I am looking forward to hearing your story because we all have one.